This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3789 for Thursday, the 9th of February, 2023. Today's show is entitled, Common List Portable Games Including ACL2 Formal Logic. It is the first show by new host Screwtape and is about 54 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is, describing exploratory Libra Common List Portable Games I am using ACL2 formal methods. All right, everyone. One take. Let's do this. Um, I want to call this show ACL3, where the first ACL is going to be... What was I thinking of? All right, I've forgotten the first ACL. Hang on. The first A is going to be ASDIF, which is a system definition facility, another system definition facility for common LISP. I'm going to say the C is code, and the L is taken from the word module. So ASDIF com can compile modules of, of your common LISP system. And then the ACL2 that remains, because I guess that that three was an exponent, is um, Kaufman's ACL2, which is a computational logic for applicative common list, which is an automatic, in, in interesting senses, um, formal verification tool. So it helps you understand and reason about um, books of first-order logic that you've defined and the the primitive tools for this logic are a subset of our favorite language common list but but only purely functional a purely functional subset of it um, except for single-threaded objects which which are this whole big thing which would be monads in in Haskell or ML. Um, and I have a slightly deviant approach to this, which is uh, what, what they're hoping that you'll do, or, or what it says in their book, in, in Kaufman's, one of Kaufman's, maybe both of Kaufman's um, advances in formal methods books, where there are two of them, uh, circa 2000, about ACL2, where he emphasizes, listen, you have to be uh, kind of doing serious analysis, like you're doing mathematical proofs, and the automatic part of ACL2, um, it's, it's not automatic in that it thinks of what you want for you, it can't do that. What ACL2 can do is go at super, super, super human speeds, uh, checking that you haven't you haven't said something incompatible yet in the future we'll give a better definition than that, than that. but that that's that's uh how i i think of it when i'm wildly unprepared and i've just turned on a microphone and so what uh the task that i've kind of set for myself is um 
Someone showed me a cell phone game where you paint roads and then uh, there's some AI logic for, for cars that once the roads are connected, cars will spill out of one location and it will try to, they'll each independently try to follow a road um, to reach an exit location their roads have been connected to. Um, and it seemed like a really fun fun kind of game. I, uh, the particular game I was shown doesn't really matter, and I don't intend to do anything similar to it. But I, I really liked this idea of having um, sources and sinks and uh, letting the person paint with their finger or, or a mouse um, a drivable region or, or a navigable region, and then uh, having units try and try and traverse from the sources to the sinks and giving them some notion of of simple ai um and so th where are we going with that oh yeah so so i just wanted to make this as as a game in common lisp which is why i've named this as diff project car game um but I, I don't really like cars or, or uh, the widespread support of um, car infrastructure in, in our cities. Um, that's not what this show is about. Uh, but I'm renaming that car to be Car from Common Lisp, where if you think that a cons has a car cell and a kidder cell, yeah, maybe it's, it's car like that. Um, well, I should explain more about ASDIF, but let's talk about the car game first, and um, in the future we can we can go into more detail about everything. I'll listen to what I say in this episode, and then I'll address my many shortcomings, um, possibly in a possibly in a formally rigorous way, whatever the word formal means. So in this car game, my premise. For uh, oh, so so I want things like like if I have well-defined AI behaviors, so some kind of simple AI behavior, um, and and a road that's been painted in a well-defined way, I would like to be able to to prove um, true statements about about the game and the behavior of cars, roads sources and sinks in the game. Um, but at the same time, I would like to have a game, ideally that, that can be played on a tablet. Um, and, and you could paint, paint roads with your fingers basically and, and then marvel as, as units move along your roads. And uh, I don't know, you can have all the joy of civil engineering, I guess, highway design or, or like robot walkway designs. Um, but, but these two goals are kind of at odds in that playing a game is a very side effecty thing. You know, the player can, can look at, at a picture, maybe a moving picture of what's happening. There's, there's a clock running, I guess. Um, and, and the player issues controls, whether they're, they're touch or mouse events or, or keyboard inputs, which are all, all side effects. Um, 
and and uh, for for a compilation for a wide range of compilation targets, uh, embeddable common Lisp is is a handy um, compiler because it can slide in anywhere that supports C, and C is the thing that works everywhere. Um, so, so I had to reconcile. How am I going to get uh, formal theorems about my my uh, defun's behavior? Defun is how you define a function in Common Lisp, um, and and reconcile that with a playable game. Um, and maybe maybe there are two approaches, and I went I went for one of them. Uh, the approach I didn't go for is you you can put basically any side effect you want, as long as uh, you have a monadic notion of it. Um, you can have uh, streams and files and stuff um, in, in ACL2's von Neumann state object. It's a more primitive way of, of just representing um, single-threaded states. But Instead of trying to cram everything into ACL2, because I'm being so badly behaved already, I wanted to have, um, in my system definition, I'm going to have one module, which is, is like files in a subfolder of your Lisp system, um, and have that be, be uh, the defunds, and have the rule all defunds, so common Lisp um, function or process definitions have to be in that module, and they all have to be admissible in in ACL2. So ACL2, in order to do its automatic checking, uh, will only accept functions that are total. There's there's a well behind uh, well behind well defined behavior for any input it can get. Um, and the input has to be able to be anything. That, that's, that's not actually very important, but um, anyway, you have to handle all possible inputs that the defined can get. And, and it has to have a well-defined output as, as well. Um, and a handy, if sometimes inelegant feeling, um, way to do this is uh, ba basically instead of having iterators you're going to use recursion tail recursion which, which has some efficiencies as you know um, and and the recursion has to has to clearly terminate at some point if, if it doesn't look like the recursion will definitely terminate, um, the function won't be admitted. And uh, some, of the, some of the kind of built-in theorems and tools of ACL2, um, not, not a, not a built-in book, but, but kind of primitive to the system, it, it's very good at telling, uh, at inferring simple measures. So you might have two lists as, as the argument of a defun um, and say, well, if, if either of them is not a proper cons P, which is, is an ACL2 recognizer for, for non-empty true lists, um, 
Oh, which which, which will will it, they have what's called guards, which are are a way of of uh, cutting away great swaths of possible um, possible erroneous inputs. Anyway, so so ACL 2s uh, recognizer proper cons p will will deal with anything that isn't a list and then um, that isn't a, a, a non-null true list and um, yeah so so we've got these two lists and we've dealt with all the non-list cases somehow uh, or, or we're dealing with them I guess and a really easy measure would be if you're emptying one list into the other and then the measure could be the length of the list you're emptying. And if every every um, recursion uh, that list uh, loses its front element, um, I guess we wouldn't say pop because that sounds kind of side effecty. But the recursion might be that it moves the car of the second list into um, it just appends it to to the first list and then um, recurses now with the one shorter second list. And then when the second list is uh, no longer a proper cons p to return, um, return the first list. And so that, that would be an example of a recursive function, so a non-trivial function um, with, with a measure that we didn't have to specify ourselves in that we're just draining one list into another list and it, it goes by at least one every time and, and once the list is empty it, it's, it's, the recursion is over. Um, so we have an exit condition there I guess which is important to our, our well-defined recursion. Um, where was I trying to go with this? Yeah, so, so the defunds are all going to be kind of like that. And they're going to be all right because common list compilers, uh, like, like everyone, I guess, know about tail recursion. Um, because iteration, you, you would have to prove a lot about what iteration means, but what recursion means is pretty clear, including, including mutual recursion, maybe. So, uh, I had to start putting together what what kind of defund tools I'm going to need for for my car game, um, which all of the logic should be in these defunds. I wanted all the logic to really be ACL2 Lisp, even though I'm I'm using it in Common Lisp. So I have to um, I, I have to port the the definitions of ACL2 primitives out of ACL2 and back into common that's for, for things like that proper cons p and ACL2's documentation because ACL2 was implemented in common list they have for your reference how they defined everything in ACL2 in in common list um, but there's not just defund so I have another module which is side effect and the side effects, the idea is the side effects deal with all the side effects and the defunds module deals with all the defunds and there's, there's also a macros.lisp which is the first thing that loads and I decided the macros.lisp uh, 
Well, kind of by its nature, it it will be acceptable to ACL two because because macros don't really do anything as long as you have a, a well defined um, common list macro. Did I have anything else? Um, let me type ls and look at what's actually in my project. No, not this file. Um, oh, and and then so I've, I've got a folder which isn't really a module because it's not. Um, it doesn't do anything. There would be no no value, or, or uh, from the car tech game dot asd the Lisp system definition file. This this folder is unnecessary, but this ACL two folder is kind of where the magic happens uh, with with ACL two. I have in there as well, and and it's normal to have a packages dot Lisp to. Um, to include your your package definitions because your package definition and your system definition are, are obviously different things. So and that that's that and I'll have a readme.org or I've got one kind of sitting there in this folder anyway, which I, I need to clean up, but I'll I'll put on my um, on my gopher flog over on SDF's beastie server there, which you can reach from my from my gopher club. SDF flog, which is, is a gopher log, I guess. Um, how are you listening to me if you don't know what that is? No, you're listening to Hacker Public Radio, hopefully. Um, ask, ask someone else. Ideally, ask me. You could ask me on, on my Mastodon, um, and you could find me via Hacker Public Radio or via SDF, but I'm I'm in the kind of everyman side of of the SDF Mastodon, not not the cool kid side. Um, so what are we gonna look at? I'm not just gonna read code, but I am gonna I think just try and wax a little lyrical about about what what are the defunds I have at the, at the moment. So all all of these are well defined and and can be admitted as uh, this module, so it's an, it's a common list, um, as diff three module for, for a common list game, but I've given the package the nickname ACL2 user, which is the, the default user package name uh, within ACL2, uh, which, which also has, has these package namespaces, I guess. Um, and so normally the, the package's actual name is car game, but then in the file that, in the files that can be certified as ACL2 books, I'm just going to refer to, to the car game package as ACL2 user, just as, as a kind of heuristic there for me. Might be a more beautiful way of doing that. If you know one, tell me. But that—that's what I'm—I'm I'm figuring out. So my defun sort of API, I guess here. Um, all of the functions operate on on what I've I've been calling stobj, so single threaded object, so uh, a von Neumann state object, I guess. But actually, actually, these stobjes are just uh, oh, so stobje would be monad in some other languages, but this stobje is really just an 
a common lisp association list which is just a list and its members if it's not nil are all conses um, and I, I think they just have to be the members are conses that's that's really the condition and these are used for um, they're simple to reason about way of categorizing data and, and replacing um, data in that you just make make a new a list association list by by adding something onto the front and if that thing on the front if the car of the cons was was already in the a list you just you just terminate the first time you find a name so you can you can update previous entries by just adding an entry with the same car to your a-list. Um, if this is ambiguous, you know, tell me and we'll, we'll work on that. Well, I'll, I'll listen to this and, and the second episode might be better or might be worse, who knows. So I have a reset that just makes an a-list that is kind of, it's prepared to have, or it's got a cons of the name nodes and a cons of the name robots and a cons of the poorly named last node which is actually like uh, what the next node key should be because I, I was kind of using increasing number key identifiers for, for the different nodes. Then I have a defun named add node um, which adds a node to a to a stodge a list, and so that that a list, is, so it, it takes an a list, which is implicitly going to be the curter of the nodes in in the a list, and um, returns it with with another node of of the row and column, and uh, it will also get the key of that node from this last node and and increase that last node. And so it's it's a it's a stateful way of operating, but secretly the single-threaded objects are are acceptably functional. They're they're well defined in, in some kind of way. So we have that add node, and we have a get node from from ID and the a list, where it will get the node or or nil if it doesn't find it, I guess. Um, and it will just search for the node from the front of the a list, so that uh, when the node is updated, it can just be added to the front again, and um, and only the frontmost one will will be found. Then I had clean a list, which I, I is something I shouldn't have done. So it's like my guilty admissions first episode. Oh, that would have been a way better name for this show, guilty admissions. But um, clean a list, which I, I had this function just to delete. Um, a list content that that wouldn't be reached anymore. So while it's interesting to have that stuff, as, because it gives you a natural history of of changes that have been made, um, if some very deep recursion was happening or or uh, lots of updates had happened, I was worried that this a list would get too big during some of the automatic proofs. So I added this clean a list that takes takes an a-list that has um, members that will never be accessed again um, 
and get gets rid of them. And then I also had dedupe IDs, which was really just clean a list, but spe specifically for nodes, so that nodes that had been changed, it, it just kind of cleans out the old ones. Right, I think this is a mistake because uh, I have to do a whole bunch of, of proof work to show that uh, that these functions basically aren't aren't doing anything dangerous. But I, I just I do think that um, they will give me some performance optimization in, in proofs which might be desirable because well, I didn't talk about that. I, w I wanted to talk about that. What, one sort of disagreement I have with everyone else about ACL2 is I'm not very interested, and I, I, I've actually read some other people talking about this as well, so who knows how derivative my ideas are here. Um, if you compare Coke, which is like, so C-O-Q, which is a proof assistant, and it, it's like a very watchful pen and paper, where where instead of using a pen and paper, you you express yourself to Coke, and Coke doesn't do anything automatically, but uh, it does it does well, I guess automatically, but in a different sense, keep tabs on um, whether you've said something that's obviously incompatible with the previous ideas that you or lemmas, I guess they, that you fed it. Um, and that's that's not the behavior. So so I guess ACL two does do that, and that's how how you're meant to be thinking about ACL two. But what I I like is that uh, the process of ACL two. No, not not the process. The the automatic process inside ACL two will do things that you could never possibly do yourself. And it's not that I want to have a regular proof assistant and do regular proofs, and sometimes it accelerates me a little bit by doing things I couldn't voluntarily, automatically, doing things I couldn't possibly have done myself. I'm really, really specifically interested in um, engendering behaviors that I can't possibly do myself. And then I can just feed all, all, all uh, the hard work Kaufman will, if Kaufman ever ever hears my voice, he'll be unhappy with me for saying this, um, di directly into ACL2. So my challenge is to speak in a way the ACL2 automatic components under, uh, understand easily, um, or and, and then train myself to do the minimal amount of work to trigger an ACL2 behavior and then I don't want to know anything about what ACL2 can do for me. I just want to know uh, have a few good heuristic approaches to, to just doing my own minimal amount of work and maximizing the amount of work ACL2 does, which, which uh, there are some pitfalls to, to my approach, but, but yeah, this was kind of my, my theory where I, I wanted to um, not do anything recognizable as trying to use a pen and paper to do the proof myself. I purely want to reach a state where ACL2 will get my vibe and um, and do a proof in in a way that I, I wouldn't have been been able to do it and then we'll kind of gather those together and and uh, and well we will 
show some things are true about my car game. I should mention for people who aren't aren't familiar with computational logics or first first order logics. So a way that I think it's useful to present uh, form, formal proofs, formal in some sense, formal is, everybody's kind of bashful about, about the word formal, or the word formal is not a very formally defined word, it kind of means serious, I guess, or, or robust. Um, it can be seen as, as being different to um, regression testing. Or, or if not regression testing. So regression testing is where where you write a a test of your program. So so your program has there was a mistake found in your program, and you write a test that should trigger the mistake. You fix the mistake, but at every every time you update your program, you rerun these tests to make sure you haven't. Uh, reactivated that mistake or got into that that mistake state again and so this that's the testing approach and people also then try to imagine mistakes they might make before they make them which is not um, not a very robustly defined approach to imagine things that haven't go wrong gone wrong but maybe could go wrong uh, so I, I would refer to this as ad hoc testing. I, I think I've seen referred to it as. Um, but if you want to argue with me about about my um, language, you're very welcome to. Uh, write about it on your gopher flog or, or contact me on Mastodon or, or somewhere like that. Um, oh, I'm Screwtape, incidentally, on, on uh, gopher and on Mastodon. So I would be, I guess, at screwtape at mastodon.sdf.org. And my vlog would be gopher.club slash one slash users slash screwtape. Um, Alright, I think I've just been rambling at you for half an hour. Do you think I'm just going to upload this one no matter no matter what it's like? We did eventually. I think I got these the order of these topics a little bit wrong because I, I wanted to try just doing this off the cuff while staring at a, at a directory um, or at my st common list system definition directory here. Um, what other defunds? So I had add exit because the point of these nodes. So, so I was imagining this car game where I'm just making arbitrary decisions here, but I'm, I'm kind of trying to choose low-hanging fruit for, for things to prove theorems about. So I have all these nodes, and they're in, in the cutter of an A-list, and they are themselves another A-list with numeric keys, I guess. Um, and then, so I wanted the, the kind of player's screen, or, or what they're interacting with, just to be a, a regular, um, ortholinear non-dense, I guess, if I need to say that, space, space, space of nodes, and the idea is these nodes can have exits to each other. Um, so it might be exits to its nearest neighbors, but, but the exits could really go anywhere. So, so one of the nearest neighbors might not be connected. So it's, it's, I would describe this as a hypergrid. So I have a simple um, A-list notion of a hypergrid. Uh, and then, oh, 
did I say non-dense? It might be very non-dense in the future if, if the hypergrid only exists where, where a road has been painted. Um, yeah, and, and so I have a Defun that uh, takes the old nodes list and uh, adds an exit from some node ID to another node ID, and then it returns uh, the A list with that that node updated. Um, so I, I have a way of so I have a list which is a single threaded object which is kind of statey, and then I'm adding nodes to it, and then I, I have a notion of connecting these nodes with this add exit, and I have my regretful pseudo efficiency witchcraft. And then I just had a few utility functions for um, reciprocal connections and for just making rectangular grids um, recursively. So while some people have books pre-made in uh, robust books made in ACL2 for reasoning about iteration and, and um, you can also use common lisps array syntax, even though it's secretly being represented as as a list inside ACL2. Um, yeah, I, I decided to use to use a non-dense a list here. All right, so I did all of that, and then what were my side effects going to be? Am I going to regret opening this file? I can't remember if I did anything in this. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'll post a picture of this on, on my gopher and mastodon for you to look at. Um, so because I realized in many ways I was redoing one of my implementations of the Land of Lisp Wumpus Hunt, which is a great common Lisp learning, learning book, Land of Lisp, which, um, who, what's his name going to be? SCM recommended to me. Um, well, ha having having a hypergrid was kind of, I guess it wasn't necessarily a grid, but but um, these these hyper connected nodes, where hyper means uh, the connections can do anything, not just go to to locations next to each other, and there can be any number of them, that that kind of stuff. So so because of that, I had. Um, a side effect. Oh, that is actually a defun. I guess I used defuns in the side effects as well, but they're they're kind of side effect defuns. Well, I'll think I'll think about whether that's that's kind of robust. So I guess there there are logical defuns, and then there are pure side effect defuns. And so this defun, which I seem to have named dot stobbed, which is a bad name because that's not really what it does. Um, uses very non-ACL2 common lisps loop macro to um, to print a graph viz dot um, kind of gr directed graph visualization um, textual definition using common lisps string formatting um, and then turns that into into a 
PNG potentially, or or any any other output that that dot has. Then another side effect I see here uses FET, which is my preferred image viewer to to show you the the visualization that has been made. So those are some nice side effects. Um, I was also, so they should get their own module, but I was also having in the side effects um, the definitions of ACL2 primitives that aren't in common lists. Um, their, their definitions in common lists. Um, as as uh, in a sufficiently accurate way. I don't think these are exactly uh, like proper conspi. I have a definition, but I didn't actually. Oh no! Yeah, this was the the embarrassing um, admissions show. And what what do I have? So for pro proper conspi, I've just quickly defined that to have roughly the right behavior, which is and. So if if it's a function of an object, I have and obj conspi obj. Null killer last obj. Um, oh yeah, and and so that and obj means that it's a non-null object. Has to be a cons from cons p, and uh, has to be a true list. So so the killer of the last element of the list has to be nil. So it's a. I think that makes it a true list. There's probably a better way in common list to represent that. Then I also had, had ZP, which is um, a, an ACL2 guarded version of 0P that I've, I've just got doing 0P there. Um, and I know you're thinking, maybe this could have just been a half hour show, even though we've gone for 40 minutes already. But the ACL2 folder in my list project, where I'm, I'm hoping that you you install um, common list, maybe ECL, uh, if you wanted to to distribute something like my game here on on C supporting platforms, so Android or Apple Objective C, or um, or a sane environment like like OpenBSD or NetBSD or FreeBSD or um, or Linux, conceivably, if if one if one must. Um, oh, let's let's quickly talk about those dependencies then. And so, I had to build ACL2 myself, but but just on on the environment I'm staring at right now, it's an AMD64 OpenBSD, and um, and Steelbank Common Lisp has been ported to AMD64 OpenBSD. And so I just, you know, package add SBCL as my common list compiler. Oh, actually, I guess, oh, yeah. So I'm using two different common list compilers. I've used SBCL with uh, ACL2, um, where SBCL is just kind of faster uh, in, in a lot of, in general, than, than embeddable common list is. Though the actual the actual game projects will be built with ECL, which is is also ECL is super portable. It, it doesn't have like um, the harsh kind or dangerous kinds of memory access that that SBCL requires for speed. 
Um, so, so what happens? I think SBCL uses MMAP in, in a way that OpenBSD is not always very content with, whereas ECL just makes normal C programs and, and OpenBSDs can deal with that in a happier way. Um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, and then I just downloaded and built ACL2 with SBCL. And so that's, that's the ACL2 I'm, I'm using. And uh, if you're on Debian, Debian definitely already has ACL2 built, though I think DC, Debian's normal ACL2 package has been built with uh, GNU uh, Common Lisp, or, or C Lisp, I guess that one's normally called. Is C Lisp and GCL the same thing? Yeah, I'm going to say they are. Uh, so on Debian, I guess you would just apt install ACL or ACL2. Sounds pretty easy. Um, and then I guess you would also just apt install ECL or, or if you're on OpenBSD like me, I guess package add ECL. And then, then you're where, where I am. Um, and I guess if you had, I'll have a script somewhere for downloading my package. I kind of play coy with, with uh, not having gits for things because for one I realized that it uses a bare git repository for um, as its kind of storage object on OpenBSD we would normally use game of trees rather than rather than git where game of trees has useful behaviors at, where, whereas git uh, the historical git has every behavior under the sun, and that's too complicated for simple-minded OpenBSD, uh, us simple-minded OpenBSD users such as myself. Anyway, we're going to run out of time if I just keep keep talking at you. But so let's talk about this ACL2 sort of data folder that I've also got in the project. And so I think it's really exciting thing. Uh, there's a make file, and uh, and this is a little a little bit tricky, um, which I'm probably breaking some some norm of of ACL2 here. So I, I basically wanted to have uh, my ACL2 book certification. I wanted to shell script it, so I wanted to create these ACL2 certified and compiled books. Um, as an automatic side effect when I'm when I'm doing other things. So I have a shell script which I mean you're invoking ACL2 in, in your shell, right? So there's no reason you can't just um, do that ACL2 and then uh, left angle bracket, left angle bracket, EOG, and then just Put all of your your or, or or you would just pipe sorry just use standard input and pipe um, pipe the file that uh, oh no, no no I guess I guess you wouldn't do that so so you you could do what I said in the first place I should actually look at this v what did I name this I'm gonna say it's named ACL2 test all right ACL2 
um, angle bracket, angle bracket. I forgot what that's called in in shell. So the shebang is just bin sh, um, and I'm doing ACL two angle bracket, angle bracket in double quotes eog, and then I just have my my purely functional a ACL two certification. Um, just being piped into ACL2, and, and when we reach the, the end of file, or EOG again, quotes EOG, it just ends. And so I guess I include book, car game, oh no, I must, I have a separate thing for certifying this. So this assumes we've already certified car game. I think I have that in the readme because I wanted to make people do the certification by hand because that's the responsible thing to do. Anyway, include book card car game in package ACL2 user, which from, uh, from ACL2's perspective, it believes that it's actually just using the ACL2 user default user package. But ACL2 user was actually aliased to car game in the asdif3 system definition. So that, that's a little bit of chicanery I'm, I'm guilty of again there. And what is it doing? I guess it def stobges, um, a stobge. And then I have a trivial theorem, which is a one by n, uh, a one by n nodes uh, space um, in my, a list node sense, the number of nodes will will be n, which, well, that, that was just my my example theorem, and and it's a little bit tricky because uh, what I found is so far I haven't used guards effectively enough, so I have to prove a lot of things are true about a lists, which if I'd uh, written in slightly better form, ACL2 al already, I think, has theorems about what's going on with an A-list. But I, I was having um, difficulties with with uh, guarding out strings. So I think there are places where where a string could be put and it would lead to a weird behavior. It's a work in progress. This show is a work in progress. Let's go see if I have... Oh yeah, so any, anyway, that that's I, I guess the reason that, that shell script is called ACL2 test is that it was a test theorem in, in ACL2 just to exhibit ACL2 being driven automatically by SH. Let's v make file. Oh yeah, so I, I've just got make, uh, make all, I guess, and make clean which cleans out uh, the old compiled ACL2 book certification in a way that you're not meant to do, but this was a quick hack. Um, then I have macros. Oh, this is where it's being certified. I see. Man, I should have looked at this before, before turning on my mic. So macros, and macros just pipes certified book macros to ACL2. Which, which will then, assuming there's no error, certify the book macros. Um, and then car game, which just printf's 
Oh, which in yeah, printf's include book macros, new line, certified book car game one because there's only one um, one thing in macros and pipes that to ACL two. And then copy list, which in all actually happens before those two book certifications, uh, copies the car game dot list, the, the defunds file um, into, into the ACL2 data directory and also copies macros.list. Oh yeah, so, so it just copies those two source files that are using the nickname ACL2 for car game. Um, and then it certifies them uh, just just as amazing sh one liners, I guess. And then test afterwards, which is it, it runs that ACL two test. I rambled about a little bit. This is kind of the set of tools that I'm, I'm working with at the moment for um, for on one hand, I want to just make a game, except make a game really applicatively. So have, have that explicit separation. I'll, I'll eventually use um, SDL2, which I quite like for... Um, SDL2 is a reasonably low-level, cross-platform, high-level... kind of It has a notion of mouse events and, and keyboard events and, and game controller events and um, touch events. And, and graphics, and they're, they're uh, extensions for, for high-level audio and, and uh, loading images as well for it. And so I kind of want to have this, and so that SDL2 stuff, um, which, which I think might be, might be, I won't do portably, but I could do it with um, the commonless CFFI package maybe. I'll think about it, but I, I like to just write ECL because um, it's more transparent what's happening. But but uh, that binds us to to only loading that system in ECL. Um, so I think I'll do more episodes of this as well. And after I've listened to this one, though, though I might just try batting my eyelids at Hacker Public Radio and seeing if they'll take this, if they consider it up to snuff. I'm going to look at what I think needed more exposition, or I just got flat wrong in, in, uh, in the event I managed to notice that, and um, build on my approaches to to making making games, I guess specifically for mobile devices, but uh, but also kind of free to me device like no normal environments. But you don't have to worry very much about making a game for a normal environment. But um, yeah, just making uh, C-like Elf games in um, in Common Lisp, but doing it in a modular approach with with as if three, um, in in a way that the applicative, the logical parts of the game, are also certified ACL two, first order logical, um, Lisp books.
Yeah. So, so I, I just I would like everyone to have the capacity to do those two things. Um, clearly, I would benefit greatly from some feedback here. So, if you are normally a web person, do hit me up on at screwtape at mastodon org, or if you're if you're in the Gopher. Hopefully, I, I already am aware of you, but you could also join the Gopher, um, which might be might be my my uh, non-radio show, the Lispy Gopher show, um, where where that one is is about kind of Gopher community news and and common lisp not covered by uh, by anything else I'm doing. Uh, whereas I'm going to keep trying to submit these ACL2, but kind kind of quirky ACL2, applicative, but with a different meaning of the word applicative. Applicative meaning I'm applying it to, to making side effecty games, um, ACL2 automatic proof certified book um, programs. All right, I think hopefully we're out of time. I'm turning off the mic. Thank you, everyone. I love you all. Goodbye. Feel free to give me feedback if you would like my next show to have a higher standard, or if you if if you're participating, uh, if you're already an ACL2 expert, you might have some guidance or harsh criticism to share with me, and and um, I welcome that enthusiastically. Um, or you might want to make some games and further make some games that you have some first-order logic proven behaviors of. But you don't want to do all the work. You want to do even more work to trick ACL2 into doing things you kind of know how to do yourself, but, but it's funner to make ACL2 do, do things. There's a lot of value to that, I promise. Um, all right. Goodbye, everyone. Cloudy OM um, engendered me to do this. I haven't actually listened to Claudio M's shows yet, but that that's on my on my to-do list for today. I was going to record one of these cold and then try listening to Claudio Claudio M. All right, goodbye everyone. I love you all. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.